Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, first order of business. Time to check the weekly podcast rankings. Oh, God. I say we downgrade this ritual to once a year and spare ourselves the agony. Every Tuesday, the ratings came out. And sometimes it felt like no one knew our podcast was even there. This was the day everything changed. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Four, five, six. V-I-G! His desire for burning love with an underage girl is what investigators say led to the arrest of an Elvis impersonator in Brevard County. You guys watch the show Barry? Do you watch Barry? Do you watch the show Barry? Do you watch Barry? Do you know no whole Hank? You don't know whole Hank? The elite. The elite. Why are they elite? I have a much better apartment than they do. I'm smarter than they are. I'm richer than they are. I became president and they didn't. And now, the President of the United States and the Commander of Cheese. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is uh, Tuesday morning, the 26th of June. What's up, kids? Just hanging. Hanging and bagging like we do? Well, I'm hanging. I don't know what you're doing after that. (laughs) Hey, Chip, uh, bring up the uh, photo that I just uh, tweeted so you can show that to the monkey. I think he'll appreciate it. Hold on one second. Our friend Tom Morello, Kevin, is in the news. Have you seen it? Oh, I have not. I love Tom. I do too. He's a, he's the nicest guy in the world. He's a genius. Yep. Both. And he's maybe the best guitar player I've ever witnessed. Oh my God. Ready? Agreed. Well, I, no, not if she's what? Oh. Take a look at it. What? Oh. He um. Nope. What's that? De- that's his hand. What? Detail- uh. they, they Luke Skywalker his hand. Um, details are sketchy as to how he got the injury. He said it was while playing guitar. He got a fracture in his playing hand. And he's got a bionic hand now. I mean, he's more metal than than ever before because they, as you can see, they actually put a strip of metal inside one of his tendons on the top of his hand. And I don't know enough about guitar playing to know how you would injure the top of your hand playing guitar. I don't either, but he's pretty aggressive. He is. (laughs) I mean, I can see. Wow, that's shocking. I can see your wrist. I can see your your fingers. It's sure. weird to see the top of your hand, but I mean, I guess you're right. He just does, you know, does positions that, that nobody else thinks of. But um, now, does that? I wonder how that works. I wonder how that works. He claims uh, there's no date on this surgery. He just put this image up yesterday, but he claims that he is going to be on stage tonight with Prophets of Rage in Sweden. So it All doesn't right. look like there's a tremendous amount of recovery time at this point if he's going to be playing guitar. But I wonder. It, I mean, it, it can't feel great. No, I imagine, <laughs> I imagine it's gonna, not. It's going to take some some time to adjust to that. But he also is a guy who can use any part of his hand, elbow, shoulder, anything to right. play a guitar. So yeah, he could make it work even if it's painful. But wow, that's shocking. Yeah, that is uh, that's pretty metal. I mean, that's twice you've made that joke. 
I mean, I'm, but I'm being serious, though. <laughs> right. I mean, but it's also he's got, a, he's got a bionic hand. Mm. Right. But is it is it bionic? Well, I don't know. Does he have super strength now? That would be I pretty cool. Know. That would be pretty cool. Would it, though? He'd just be ruining guitars left and right. <laughs> Need another one. Possibly another one. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I thought that was uh, worth uh, pointing wow. out. He's so. pretty metal. That's shocking. So. Thank you, Allie. Uh-huh. That's funny. Oh, thanks, I agree. <laughs> he is, as a matter of fact. Hey, um, that wasn't the thing. Here's the thing. I find this uh, fascinating. I can't believe I've never heard of this before, but apparently there is a problem in some countries with people cheating on their college entrance exams. And since the advent of the Internet, it's got there are lots more ways that you can cheat than ever before. And get caught. And get Both caught, yes. The internet. Kevin, I, I imagine you're a guy who... How dare you? I'm just suggesting... <laughs> How dare you? That there were times in your junior and high school and college years where you took advantage of a great idea to give yourself, you know, a little help during a quiz, right? Did I cheat? No, I did not. But here's the key. I was smart enough to get bees, mm-hmm. and most importantly, I was okay with bees. So, okay. <laughs> so there right. was no need to cheat because I was good with where I was at. Got hey, it. I don't know anyone who's not okay with bees, by the way. There's no shame in a bee. <clears throat> but I'm saying bee like without working very hard, so okay, I'm yeah. in. Okay. That's, that's yeah. good. Right. Are you surprised by both parts of Kevin's answer, Allie? I am. That he didn't cheat <laughs> and that he got bees? Uh, no. Come on, bees. I'm not. <laughs> bees are not that impressive, bee. <laughs> All right, well, here's what's going on in Algeria. Thank you, Allie, by the way. You're welcome. (laughs) Here's what's going on in Algeria, which apparently is a country. Uh, Last year, someone put the university entrance exam online, and it was a huge scandal in the country, and they made everybody retake the exam the following week because it had leaked. It had been out there, which, by the way, must have really ticked off the people who didn't know it was out there and didn't use it and didn't cheat and studied for it and did well, and then they had to take it again. So this year, the country of Algeria has decided that they are going to turn off the Internet during the hours that the entrance exams are going to be conducted across the country. 700,000 Algerian students next week are going to be sitting for their entrance exams. And they're going to turn off the Internet for everyone or just that For everyone. For everyone. everyone. For the whole country. (laughs) That's extreme. They are turning. How off. are we going to post pictures of Tom Morello's metal hand? Exactly. Yeah. It's so metal. They are shutting off internet access across the entire country during wow. certain times next week. They also are going to ban Facebook for the entire duration of the exam period. What do you suppose that's about? Because that's the way that somebody maybe that's... would most likely distribute. Maybe that's how they distributed the, the stolen test or whatever last year. Maybe. Yeah. So they're, they're no Facebook for anyone in the whole country because these kids are taking exams. Seems like a bit of overkill. <laughs> and no Seems internet for anyone. I mean, that means... Businesses? Think about all this stuff. That means businesses. That means people who are monitoring stocks. That means people who are streaming music. That means people who are watching Netflix. I mean, that's everybody, everything in the whole country. So I was uh, really surprised to see that, by the way. That's crazy. And um, I lost it. There was one other interesting part. Apparently, this is not the first country to do this, by the way. Ethiopia last year did the same thing. And Uzbekistan has blocked mobile internet and texting during the entrance exams as well. Now I can sort of see that. But it also seems like maybe you couldn't you just put up a blocker in the university? You don't have to shut it down for the whole country. Well, I mean, this is 700,000 students. So right. I imagine it's hundreds of communities around the, the country 
Right. So I guess they just feel like it's just easier to shut it off. But I, I just feel like there's huh. potential bad stuff that could happen as a result of that. I mean, people do use the Internet for things. So <laughs> People do use the Internet for things. That's Great true. Point. I mean, that's my yeah. takeaway. <laughs> this story. They said that we should not, this is what the government's report was, we should not passively stand in front of such a possible leak. They also, by the way, put surveillance cameras at printing presses where the exams are being published, and they also put devices to jam mobile phones at those locations as well. So they are serious about their exams in Algeria. So you're talking about the elections, though. You're not talking about a test. I'm talking about a college entrance exam. Wow. So you need to go over there and get a B without cheating, Kevin. I would be really impressed. Right. All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? It's a phony, fraudulent, and fake argument. Stop peddling lies. (laughs) Uh, people are done today? They sure are. We've got your Smashing Pumpkins tickets for that secret show tomorrow night. Uh, we're going to do it at 7 a.m. with Listener Oki. Oh. So you pick your favorite pumpkin song and you perform it for us just to give you a heads up, 7 a.m. You can't sing worse. Wow. Wow. No, I'm just saying. Kids' birthday party entertainers. What um, a nightmare that must be. Yeah, we're talking like clowns, Elsa. Yep. Mm-hmm. Balloon people. Yep, balloon Ma- people. Magic. Right. Magicians. Magicians, sure. All Bounce of the above. House. Bounce house. And uh, we're going to talk to Warren G today. He's going to be in studio talking about his documentary. So cool. I can't wait. And the documentary is awesome. When does it come out? Not for a couple weeks? Mid-July. So good. Yeah. So Warren G on today's Kevin and Bean show. Seriously? Like we do. Yeah. Uh, don't, don't. We'll take do a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. The Kevin and Bean show, world famous K-Rock. It's Monday. Excuse me. It's Tuesday. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself here. Uh, t- well, no. Behind. Behind, but okay. It's uh, time for what's happening here, Sally. <laughs> Monday's before Tuesday. It is. Really? I was thinking of next Monday. Oh, oh wow. It's quite the leap. Right. <laughs> I like I'm it. way ahead of myself. Yeah, you are. Um, guys, remember when we heard Toys R Us is closing and they gave us a far-off date and we were all so sad? Because... I mean, yeah. Remember the news. You I wasn't all that sad. Mm. A little bit of your childhood was mm. gone. I didn't really spend my childhood at that, at that store. Oh, that's but, sad. Okay. I probably haven't been inside a Toys R Us store in 25 years, so it was hard for me to be sad. So about you're all right? It. All right, so maybe it hit me a little harder okay. than most. But they will close all of their stores on Friday. Some will be closing today, Wednesday, Thursday, depending on location, but company officials say every single one closed on Friday. There was that super, super rich dude who swept in at the last minute who was had a big plan to save it. He was trying to buy it and keep it keep it going, but I guess that just didn't work out. No. No, it didn't, Bean. Hmm. Which makes this song even more important today. I don't want to grow up I'm a Toys R Us kid There's a million toys at Toys R Us that I could play with Heartbreaking. I still want to be a Toys R Us kid. 
She's taking it hard. I know. It's okay. You can still buy toys online. Oh, sweetie. Wow. Taking it hard. Yeah. Allie? Yep. What's the giraffe's name for Toys R Us? Uh, Joffrey. Yes! I think I was going to say April. <laughs> I didn't know, but that's very <laughs> impressive. What? what? Look, not everybody no remembers stuff like that. Oh, I good. remember because uh, when I was little, I would always be like, uh, is it Jeffrey? Is it Joffrey? Who spells it like that? <laughs> and then there's a restaurant in Malibu, and I'd always be like, oh, that's the Toys R Us giraffe owns that restaurant. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And this was last year? This was last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guys. Uh, Jersey Shore is a mess. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know Ronnie's girl, Jen? They have a baby together. Sure. I believe she's a couple months old. Um, she was arrested in Vegas on Sunday. Oh, Charges no. of domestic battery. Oh, no. She beat up Ronnie... And then dragged him with a car. What is happening with these wow. people? If they're doing this on television, what is happening behind the scenes with this couple? Oh, were they still were they filming when this happened? Yeah, they're filming oh, in Las Vegas. Man. Yeah. That's yeah. not good. Yeah, they're known for their tumultuous relationship, but this is a whole other level. They need to they need to seriously get some help. Especially and they need to send their... in, yeah, for the little girl, right? Yes. They need to send in SEAL Team 6 and extract that infant. Yeah, it's insanity. Just cuckoo. I don't like it at all. Also don't like this. Uh, a list of five pathogens you can pick up from the sand at the beach. This oh, was don't uh, tell us this. just released from LiveScience.com. If you're planning a fun uh, 4th of July getaway. Why would you ruin beach, everyone's fun? Watch out for hookworms. Those are parasites that can infect both people and animals, usually from walking barefoot on the sand. Not cool. What about MRSA? Usually only a problem in hospitals, but the bacteria is found on beaches. Stomach bug? Not just from the ocean. You can also get it from walking on the sand as well. Fungus. Mmm. Types of fungus that cause skin and nail infections. It could spread through direct contact with people, animals, or sand, like ringworm, athlete's foot, or jock itch. And roundworms, typically typically found in dogs, also found at beaches that allow dogs, but it's not everywhere. So have fun. Why are you the way that you are? Honestly, every time I try to do something fun mm-hmm. or exciting, you make it not that way. I hate mm-hmm. so much about the things that you choose to be. Understood. <laughs> I just I just wanted to get that warning out there to the people. There's nothing that's not on that list, pretty much. It's gross. <laughs> you can get right? anything at the yeah, beach. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Oh, and VD. Huh? All right, that's not on there, but okay. people bone at the beach, right? <laughs> sure. Which is always, like, you think it's going to be romantic. Too much you sand. Got sand all up in your cooch. No one wants that. Right. So there's that. So there is that. Hey, when I come back, I want to tell you about um, if you're going to be arrested in front of a Rite Aid, maybe don't pretend you're someone famous because it's easy to figure out that you're not that person. Mm. Right? Right. Like if I get arrested outside of a Rite Aid, I'm like, don't you watch me on The Office? I'm Angela Kinsey. Sure. You can pull it off, though. I could. And they'd be like, ma'am, times are rough. And I'd be like, thank you (laughs) for noticing. May I go, officer? I played it all out in my head. Wow. Some birthdays for you. Aubrey Plaza. Nick Offerman. 
what was it like on that set, right? Right. Both their birthday, do you think they got a, a double cake or a cake together? Let's break this down. Well, I don't know that we what need to you? break that down. Give a call if you know. one 800 Chris O'Donnell, Sean Hayes, director Paul Thomas Anderson, and Kevin, it's Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande? Ariana Grande's birthday. Mm. That's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Time for People Are Dumb. People are dumb. We start with a South Carolina man barred from possessing firearms because of his criminal record, was arrested over the weekend and charged with weapons possession. The funny part of this story is the guy had a tattoo of a gun on his forehead. Yay! That dude likes guns. He loves guns so much. I saw this photo. It is not a small tattoo. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) It is is a statement, man. 24-year-old Michael Vine slammed a Toyota Camry into a pole Saturday night. Firefighters saw him toss a gun out into the grass. A handgun they found was fully loaded. It was a Smith & Wesson 38 caliber revolver. He was prohibited from owning the gun because of a rap sheet that included a lot of problems with weapons. Yeah. So he got the tattoo on his forehead and then Mm -hmm. got caught with a gun. Love that dude. Next story is in Arkansas. A thief got caught for credit card theft when he tried to pay for a meal using a credit card he stole from that waitress. (laughs) His waitress. What? His waitress. He handed her her credit card. Wait a minute. I know. It's a bizarre story. He had robbed a car in the neighborhood like a week before. What are and the she chances? Was, she was at a gas station or something oh. like that. She went inside. He stole her purse. So he had all of her information, her social security card, license. And they came in after this. She called the police. And he goes, hey, the guy that took my credit card just gave it back to me. He's trying to pay for the meal. Would you mind coming out? Oh, my God. And they checked uh, everything that he had on him. And he had all of it. Had That's social, amazing. Social security card. Everything. What are the chances? Unbelievable. So, I mean, infinitesimal. He, he's sitting. In, he's sitting in jail right now, going of all the restaurants right. in the world that I could have gone <laughs> wow. into. How did I go to this one? Next one is Leicester, Massachusetts. A shoplifter in Massachusetts store used a blob of multicolored play-doh to cover the lens of the security camera. Smart, right? Okay. Cover that lens, make sure that they can't tell who you are. Right. Unfortunately for him, um, he got scared away when employees came out, and then the police found the play-doh, and, and it had a perfect fingerprint. Yeah. <laughs> Sure did. <laughs> he was pushing on the Play-Doh with his thumb, and it had a perfect fingerprint for Aww. them. So that's pretty sweet. That's very helpful. Yeah. Last night I tweeted this one out, and unfortunately I spelled the word, a word wrong, but this one kills me. Forest Ranger almost strangled to death by Python while posing for a selfie with it. Oh, sir. An Indian forest ranger was nearly strangled to death by a 90-pound python. When he captured the overgrown reptile and then posed for a selfie with it. Sanjay Dutta is his name. He was called to the village. Uh, is his name or was his name? Was his name. <laughs> oh, no. no, is his name, actually. This one actually ends okay because the okay. people around him helped him. Uh, he was called to the village of Sahabari, West Bengal, and on Sunday after the huge 30-foot Indian rock python swallowed a goat alive. <gasps> oh. Did you say 30 foot? Yes. 90 pounds? Yes. A snake? Swallowed a goat alive. Like a tiny goat. (laughs) I mean, really, does it matter? Does it matter? No. 
oh so my the, god. So the forest ranger gets there and he finds his sneak. He's like, "This isn't that bad." Hey, everybody, watch this. I'm gonna put it around my neck. What? And an then idiot. everybody had their phones out and they were taking pictures. And then the snake started to strangle this man <gasps> around his neck. He like tightened and the guy couldn't breathe, which and is his, what they do, by the way. Right. And his eyes got big and he started to panic. And everybody that was standing around ran in and grabbed the snake and sort of got him out of it. But oh my goodness, that's a shame, right? Because right? that guy's an idiot. Yeah, that's Darwinism. Uh, this one comes out of England. A 22 year old put on a vest. I'm just gonna read you the headline because this is, the, the joke is the headline. 22-year-old puts on a vest he believed was stab-proofed, <laughs> died after stabbing himself. Oh. Again. Right? <laughs> and finally, I'm going to play some audio for you on People Are Dumb. And this is a woman, and I love it when people who are dumb try to make themselves to be smarter than everybody else. Mm-hmm. Don't try that. Just admit you're dumb like I do. It okay. works better. All right. So she's trying to prove to everybody that this new method of keeping her skin pure and everything about her is beautiful because she has this beauty regimen. Mm-hmm. This is her talking about it. Many of you have asked me how I always look so good, how my makeup always looks so perfect, or how I always have this natural glow. All right. Now, let me ask you this question. First of all, do many people ask her that? I don't think so. No. I think she just wanted to do a video about it. So she did. Here's my secret. Now, um, she walks over to a tree, mm-hmm. and her dog is peeing. Okay. She has a uh, paper cup. Nope. 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 Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, Kevin. Fills it up. No, she doesn't. Takes it right from there. No. Puts it on her face. Drinks it. Uh. Entirely. Nope. Drinks it entirely. No. And then she explained. Until I first drank my dog's pee, I was depressed, I was sad, and I had really bad acne. Dog pee also has vitamin A in it, it has vitamin E in it, and it has 10 grams of calcium. Here's my favorite part. And it's also proven to help cure cancer. And that is why I look so much better than y'all. And that's why I look so much better than Wait, dog urine (laughs) cures cancer? It's been proven to cure cancer. And is it just her dog or just all dogs? I, I... didn't get a chance to ask her that question, okay, okay. but she did have her own dog there and and did partake of it, and that's, that's and that's her secret to looking yeah. better than all of you. That's why I look better than y'all. <laughs> right, oh exactly. my god! <laughs> Dumb. Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ. Allie, you came across something interesting the other day that's worth sharing with us. Yeah, you know Ayesha Curry. She is Steph Curry from the Golden State Warriors' wife, mm-hmm. and um, they produce the most beautiful children in the world. They really do. But she is a Food Network star. She has cookbooks. She oh, I didn't is, know that. She's a oh, chef. Oh yeah, she's a serious chef. She has restaurants, and she decided to team up with Michael Mina, who's a James Beard award-winning chef, okay. to open up a barbecue place. In Houston. Okay. Now, are the Currys uh, popular in Houston? No. <laughs> no. No. Oh, NBA playoffs. Yes. Oh, sure. It, it's Houston an odd Rockets. choice. Okay. It's an odd choice. Um, barbecue wait. isn't in Houston, isn't? That's not an odd choice except for. No, it, the barbecue makes perfect sense right. in Houston. Right. But why Houston? Now, uh, you think she's opening a business just to troll them? No, I don't. Okay. But why? But why Houston is is the question? Unless it's like a a a nationwide thing, and that's just one location. But well, this is another. She has a location in the Bay Area, but she has ties 
from Canada to North Carolina. So maybe a North Carolina location started <laughs> off. Something, I don't know. Here's the thing. It doesn't open until July 5th. But that hasn't stopped the lovely people of Houston from yelping the hell out of it. They are going on there and, uh, quite frankly, doing some some one stars because you can't do zero. <laughs> so I decided to go through and uh, copy some of these Yelp reviews. Mm-hmm. And it's good that I did because right now the Yelp page is on active cleanup alert. Yeah. So Once uh, they realize people are being dishonest or funny or right. not really giving a serious review, then they take it, take it down most of the time. Right. It's super, so, super dull. They right. should leave it up. Agreed. For folks who don't understand, so what's happening here is Houston Rockets fans mm-hmm. don't like Steph Curry because the Golden State Warriors are in the same division and are better than they are. And just had beat them. Had just beat just them. Just right. Yes. To, get, to get to the finals, right? Yes. So now, Steph Curry, star player for the Warriors, his wife is about to hear it from these Yelpers. Yes. Let's start off slow with uh, Kirby from Houston. Okay. One star. All caps. Beware of this location. I was bitten by a horse they keep out back. Staff said his name is Draymond Green. Won't be returning. All right. At least that person is putting a little humor in there so mm-hmm. that you know they're having fun with it. Yes. Uh, Carlos, one star, Houston, Texas, was eaten here, but I saw a big snake. I named him Kevin. Anyways, this place isn't all that it's cut out to be. Workers seem to take the easy way out of life instead of focusing on healthy restaurant competition. Also, the curry they use, just terrible. People are loyal at other locations in City Center, nearby Memorial City Mall, as opposed to those from California or just last name Durant. Anyway, steer clear of this place. Again, hilarious. Again, not open yet. Not open yet. Opens up uh, July 5th. Okay. Next, Blazin, one star, Houston. (laughs) This one takes you on a journey. Oh, I love it. I ordered the lobster. It was pretty good. It came with mashed potatoes and french fries. Both of those pretty good compliments to the lobster. However, this meal still lost to my four-time most valuable meal, the steak. <laughs> this is nothing to scoff at, as the steak has been the best meal for over the last 12 years. However, after suffering this defeat, the lobster, mashed potatoes, and french fries called their friend the brisket to come join their meal. While that did make the meal better... I can't respect a meal that can't stand on its own and has to recruit from the other best meals around the kitchen. I'd go out on a limb and say this meal was rigged. (laughs) It's so deep. I love this so much. It is so deep. That person put a lot of work into that. Put a lot of work into it. Uh, I mean, there are a lot of people who have accused Kevin Durant of destroying the NBA. But you don't usually see it in Yelp reviews. In a Yelp review for a restaurant that's not open yet. Well, here's one that uh, describes just that. Okay. This is Arcan from Houston, one star. KD ruined this restaurant, the NBA, the World Cup, NASCAR, Fortnite, and even hockey. I mean, that's some power. Sure, how he did that, but all right. That is a lot of power. Hody from Houston, one star. The best dish they have is called the Ofer. It's served on a cart made from bricks and comes with 27 empty buckets. Okay. Okay, right. but the Golden State Warriors are the champions. Yes, yes. Right. Okay. Let's not lose sight of that. Let's not. <laughs> so uh, you've heard from the Houston fans. Okay. Warriors fans caught wind of this, and they're oh. like, mm-mm, no. Oh, is that right? You are not doing this. So they got into Yelp as well. <laughs> they got into it. Leo from Northridge, five hmm. stars. Tastes so good. It tastes like blowing a three-to-two lead. Pulled hamstring. I mean, pork string. 
is their late specialty. Watch out for the smoked Ariza chokes. I mean, artichokes. Oh, dear God. Appetizer special, Draymond's green salad with D's nuts. Nightly special, chef curry sauce with a splash of swaggy pea eppers. Peppers. <laughs> served in a clay pot. Drink special, Hennessy Neat by J.R. Smith. Snap. I'm just saying, warrior snaps. I'm not positive you can pull off snap. Being... No. Okay, fair enough. No. <laughs> and here's a guy that didn't put a lot into it, but the place is called International Smoke. Keep that in mind. This okay. is Terrell, five stars. This restaurant is perfect for Houston Rockets fans. International Smoke. The Rockets have been internationally smoked for decades. This makes perfect sense. Championship wife and chef Aisha Curry trying to inspire Houston with the food of champions. Look at that. I'm pretty sure the only thing that makes Houston Rockets relevant is that Beyonce roots for them occasionally, but she lives in California where the real winners are. So eat here. Win more. It's in the barbecue. (laughs) I don't know. I found so much joy reading through Yelp reviews of a place that doesn't even open until July Yelp 5th. would be a lot more popular if they let that stuff go. Absolutely. Because that's awesome. Again, right now, active cleanup. <laughs> Screw you, Yelp. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. K-Rock. We had some very special guests in the studio with us this hour yesterday. They're called Smashing Pumpkins, and they are back with a new album coming out later this year with a new tour. They talked all about it. You can check out the Kevin Bean podcast from yesterday to hear more from Billy and the guys. Um, but here's the here's the important thing that they're in town for. They're doing a super secret show at an intimate venue in Hollywood tomorrow night. Now, they did tell us they plan to put some tickets on sale to the public tomorrow, if I remember correctly, right? Uh, yes. They told us that off the air. Right. Okay. But in the meantime, (laughs) in the meantime, um, we're giving away some right now to you at 1-800-520-1067 with a little feature that we like to call Listener Rokey. Listener Rokey, Listener Rokey, that's the game we're going to play. Listener Rokey, Listener Rokey. Pumpkin songs, like uh, Nine Inch Nails songs, are perhaps difficult for mere mortals to try to sing. Yes, very much so. But that's why it's fun to hear you try. All right, let's uh, start with Margarito in Watts. Hey, hey, what's going on? Now, Margarito, if you sing and we like it, we see an effort from you, and we give you tickets, are you going to be able to go tomorrow night? Yes, yes, I will be. Uh, and by the way, everyone on hold, please answer that question as well, because we don't want to give tickets to somebody's not No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is too cool an event to uh, have an empty seat, for sure. All right, what uh, pumpkin song have you selected for us? I'm going to be singing Zero. All right. Zero. All right, I love it. Good All luck, right. Margarito. Okay. Intoxicated with the madness. I'm in love with my sadness. Be a fake of intimate kingdoms, the fashion victim to the taco day. Let's 
Let me uh, tell you, All I right. did not expect that voice coming Same. out of right. Little Sweet Margarito. Did you? <laughs> no. I'm not I, little, but yeah. <laughs> I say yay. He's in. Right? Agreed. Well done. Allie? Yeah. Absolutely. All right, Margarito, have fun tomorrow night. Let's know how it goes. All right, let's go to Linda in Los Angeles. Hi, Linda. Hey. Hey, what song are you going to do for us? Uh, 1979. 1979. Here's Linda. Okay. Shake down 1979. Cool kids never had the time. On a live wire, right up off the street. You and I should meet. All right. I mean, she right. sang the lyrics to that song. She did. I, the, I felt the, like she was uh, uh, trying. Those mm-hmm. are the words that are on the record, I mean, technically. Right. It, it's, not, it's not strictly it t- her fault she doesn't have a great, terrific voice. Oh, my God, uh, Simon. She's, she's fine. <laughs> she's good. But, but there was effort. She's good. All right, she's good. All I right. agree. I agree. I just had to talk it through in my head, <laughs> okay. you guys. All right. Congratulations, I Linda. I didn't want to jump to any conclusions. <laughs> All right, two, two for two. All right, let's go to Mike in uh, Bell. Hi, Mike. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, thank you. Uh, doing listener okey for Smashing Pumpkins. What are you going to do? Uh, tonight, tonight, I'm going to cheat using my guitar. No. Oh, All I right. think we'll allow that. I don't think there are any restrictions on playing along. Sure. All right. Okay, here we go. I mean, look, the dude knows how to play this song on the guitar. He's right. obviously a big Pumpkins fan. Wow, right. that was amazing. Is it true that you pulled over on the side of the freeway to call us? Yeah, and it might be late to work. Mm. And okay. you just have a guitar in your car? Yes, I do. Respect. I feel like we should go to the last this. caller, Linda, and take her tickets back. You're so awful. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, uh, a, a for effort, my friend. Have fun tomorrow night. Let us know how the show is, okay? Thank you for calling. That was really impressive. That yeah. was. Let's go to Sergio in Los Angeles. Hi. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, thank you. Sergio, don't be a Linda. <laughs> oh, Linda, you were fine. <laughs> All right, what, uh, what number you want to do for us? I'm going to do today. All right, here's Sergio with today. Today is the greatest day I've ever known. Can't wait for tomorrow. Tomorrow's much too long. I'll burn my eyes out. Zero for effort. Zero for star. Zero for star quality. Okay. And you know what? I'm being generous. Sergio, that's a no oh for God. me, darling. <laughs> Come I, uh, on. No, I love you, but I apologize for all the mean things we said about Linda. Oh. <laughs> all right, so Sergio is a no. Oh, my God. Not, not really? because he's not a good guy. but Right, he's oh. a great guy. It's a, t- it's a very tight ticket, you guys. It's a very tight ticket. Personally, personally, me and I would love to hang out with Sergio, but right. very much so. He seems okay. like a terrific dude. Right. Huh. Okay, let's go to Alfredo in Lawndale. Hi. Hey, what's up, man? Doing this Alfredo. Rope. All right, let's do this. What are you going to do? I'm going to do a uh, bullet with butterfly wings. All right. Here's Alfredo. All right. So, and even though I know, I suppose I'll show all my cool and cold <laughs> like an old job. Just 
Despite all my rage, I am still just a rat in a cage. I got to tell you, Bean, I disagree. I think Alfredo's bringing the energy. Really? He, okay, all right, Alfredo. Okay, all right. Okay, Alfredo. He's forcing. He's forcing his way in. You're going. Wow. If you'll stop singing, you're going. Congratulations, Alfredo. That was I have blood force trauma. That's the greatest Look. thing. The dude had energy. He and, did. And when you started playing the sound effect of the phone and he started cranking up the energy, I loved it. I have a lot of respect for him as well. All right, let's go to John in Los Angeles. Hi, John. Hey, how's it going? Good, thank you. All right, what song are you going to do for us? All right, I'm going to do a Rhinoceros. Oh, All right. Rhinoceros. Deep cut. I love it. Here's John from L.A. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> uh, Panda Show. Trees and balloons. Ice cream snow. All right, Kevin, you got anything nice to say about John? <laughs> What's your defense on John, Kevin? It's probably well dressed. Gino. John, I think our phone is disconnecting or something. I don't know what's happening. We're getting some interference. Uh oh. Okay. Hello? Hello? Yeah, are you there? Oh. <laughs> Why would you do oh that to him? I think we, it sounds like we lost him. <laughs> the phone was fine, and then I don't know what happened. It's not our fault. All right, one more. Let's try uh, Richard uh, up. Oh, my God. My heart hurts for these people. <laughs> hey, Richard. Hey, how's it going? Well, uh, pretty pretty good. <laughs> I mean, we can hear you right now, but there's no telling what will happen. <laughs> you know, interference with satellites and stuff. Sure, and whatnot. What are you going to do for us, Richard? Uh, we're going to do Mayonnaise by Smashing Pumpkins. I'll, I'll try to be more, have more energy. All right. <laughs> In the well, song. you couldn't have less. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. Cool enough to almost be it. Cool enough to not quite see it. Doomed. Pick your pockets full of sorrow. Run away with me tomorrow, June. I mean, all right. Okay. Okay. I mean, all right. right. They're not going to pull you. Okay, they're not going to pull them up on stage or anything. But all right. <laughs> Look, we're not. Uh, we're not overwhelmed. We're not underwhelmed. We're just whelmed. <laughs> so you're so in. So you're in. <laughs> you're in. Hell yeah! Congratulations, Woo. Richard. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. Allison Bree, you guys. Bean loves Allison Bree so much. Well, maybe more too much. She's maybe my more than Dave Franco. She's right. <laughs> Correct. Uh, she's my fave, and she's a wonderful actress. She's uh, the star of the co-star of the uh, the new fil- the new uh, series Glow on Netflix, coming into its second season here. But she was on Mad Men. She was on Community. She's been in a lot of movies. She's great. Well, she did one of these uh, interviews. We played a portion of it for you yesterday on the Kevin Bean Internet Roundup, where she was answering answering some of the most frequently googled searches about her, and she brought up a topic that we need to get into. Didn't Allison Brie? Didn't. Allison Brie balloons. I did not. What does that mean? Is that a weight? I did not balloons. No, because I can make balloon animals. I actually do think I know what this is related to because I used to work as a clown um, for kids' birthday parties in my youth. And I can make balloon animals. Guys, um, kids' birthday parties. Right. As a clown. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there are parties you go to where if you have any interest in the joy of little children, you, right. you, can, you get a, have a good time because they're so excited to see you. Yes, but then you have to worry about the 
parents mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who can ruin it for you. I can't imagine this is a great job for anyone. No. You might what? love kids and you might start for that reason, but mm-hmm. it's got to just crush your soul after a certain amount of time. Well, there are a lot of things that can go wrong. <laughs> By the way, uh, you know, you mentioned being a clown. There's going to be one kid at every party who's going to scream and cry sure. because there's a clown there. Sure. You know, there's always one. But I just think you're right. There are an awful lot of things that can go wrong trying to entertain little kids. There's a lot that's out of your control. Uh, Kevin, you raised children. Yes. Did you ever have entertainers over for we their did, birthday for the parties birthday when they were young? Yeah, we did. And how, how did that go in general? It went really well. Um, but we were really... I'm not trying to brag, but we were really careful about making sure that they were treated well and the kids weren't being out of control and Mm -hmm. the parents were Mm -hmm. cool. And I think it was, I mean, I can't speak for them, but I think it was an okay experience. What uh, what kind of... Plus, we let them have booze. So <laughs> we are going to uh, we're going to take your calls, by the way, if you've done any kind of entertaining at a children's party, we want to hear from you at one 800 Because you also have those people that show up and like run games. They're not even a clown or anything. They just right. put together they send games. They it out. Yeah. Or the bouncy house or whatever the, the hell they're, they have. Or the people who bring the, and set up the petting zoo. Sure. That's, that's a thing that you can do. So if you have any kind of work that you've done for children's parties, we want to hear from you at 1-800-520-1067. Do you remember who you had out? I mean, were you like a like magicians or were you like costume characters? No, I don't or? do mu- magicians. Not a big <laughs> fan of. What kinds of people did you uh, hire? Costume characters. I don't, I don't remember anyone except for their there are always a bunch of people sort of to keep the kids entertained with the games or the climbing mm-hmm. wall or the bouncy house or whatever. Um, and they would put together, you know, water balloon games and all kinds of stuff. And then we could be lazy and just sit there and watch. Nice. You had a bouncy house? And a climbing wall? Look, we and had a climbing cl- wall. Look, we had a bouncy wow. house for my father-in-law's birthday one time when my kids were like, it's your birthday. We should have a bouncy house. <laughs> so we got one for that party. And they were like, hey, why don't you, you were come the, uh, You were the cool family on I the mean, block, by the way. I don't want to say that that's true, but. Here's a uh, here's an article that I found from Vice talking to children's party entertainers, and I think you'll enjoy this very much as we uh, wait for your calls at 1-800-520-1067. Here's an interview with Lauren, who would appear at parties as Sleeping Beauty. By the way, what does Sleeping Beauty do at a party? We may have done a Sleeping Beauty to um, makeup or some people put on face spray paint. So okay, I don't so think she... it's spray paint. <laughs> it's not spray paint. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean, no. I feel like I could do that. <laughs> she also plays uh, this Lauren being interviewed. Also plays Cinderella, Ariel, Belle, and Elsa. So she does wow. them all, right? What was one of your worst gigs? Well, one time I was doing Elsa. Elsa has magical snow powers, you know. So this little girl says, "Elsa, can you do your powers?" And I had to do something. So I said, "I'll make it snow tomorrow." And the girl was like, "No, do it now, Elsa. I want the powers now." Which, by the way, I'm sure happens all the time at these parties. Yep. I did the best I could and insisted I would make it snow tomorrow. And then the mom went up to her child and was like, magic isn't real. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I was so shocked. The poor little girl was crying in the corner and I was trying to console her, but the mom told me to leave. See, that's what I'm saying is she was going to at least try to handle that kid well and mom steps in and ruins it all. Here's uh, oh, no. Jay Sia. He is uh, six. He was uh, started as a children's party entertainer at 16 years old. By the way, he played Spider Man at parties. One of the worst gigs I ever had was where I think the kids were being overly stimulated. There were jumping castles. There were clowns. There was a rapper, and for some reason, there was me. I'm dressed as Spider Man. It kind of sucked. I was just being ignored. <laughs> 
Why like, Spider-Man's good, you guys? <laughs> like, if you're in the princess costume and you have to play that role no matter what. So there's me being poised in Spider-Man-y and no one's even talking to me. <laughs> they were most interested in the castle and the rapper and the clowns. Oh. So uh, there's just a couple of examples of how it can go wrong at a kid's birthday party. 1-800-520-1067. Let's take one before the break and let's make it Julia Van Nuys. Line one. Hey, Julie. Hey guys, well my husband, he owns one of these education companies where they take exotic animals to birthday parties and the kids can touch and hold. Oh, like snakes and stuff like that? Yeah, we have like, we have farm animals, snakes, birds, lots of really cool stuff. Can you go over to Ali's house and bring birds? I'm good with birds, Julia, (laughs) thank you. We can bring whatever you guys want, give me a call, we'll bring whatever you like. So does he still Um, do it? Do you guys still do it? Yeah, he... We do. He actually started the company when he was 16 out of his mom's house, and now it's kind of a lot bigger. That's impressive. He's got a bunch of, yeah, he's got staff members that go out and do shows all the time, and they they do after-school parties. But honestly, the parents is what makes a difference, because when you have great parents, like you guys were saying, that kind of keep the kids in control and help out a little bit, the party goes smooth and great and wonderful. Everyone has a great time. But then sometimes you have parents that will leave completely or just abandon you. They leave completely. Yes, they leave. They get too drunk or they're the ones that are scared of the animals and then they tell the kids not to touch them or to stay away from them. It's like, what's the whole point of us being here if you guys are telling the kids not to want to be around the animals? Parents suck. Yeah, parents make a big difference. Is it... I have to ask, uh, when you take out, like, I don't know, guinea pigs and rabbits and things like that, do they get freaked out by all the kids running around? You know, our animals that we bring, they are, before we ever take animals out, we kind of train them around a lot of people. Like, we bring in our own kids, and they have a lot of interaction time. So, no, our animals are really, really great. They're calm. I mean, you always, animals are animals, you know, right. so they can always freak out if, you know, kids freak out. But generally, they're very calm and great. Gotcha. All right. Well, congratulations on the business. I hope it continues to go well for you. We appreciate the call, Julia. Thank you. Thanks so much. Have a- Thank you. One I need some tarantulas coming over to my house, by the way. I need Brian to hold on, too. Yeah, we do. All right. <laughs> Brian, please hold on. We'll get to you right after this. 1-800-520-1067. We'll be right back on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Go to at uh, Kevin and Bean on Twitter from a couple of hours ago if you want to see the picture of Tom Morello and his gnarly new hand. He uh, had some sort of an injury playing guitar on his playing hand, by the way. Right hand, And yeah. they, they fitted metal under his skin now to support the hand. It didn't look real. No, it, it didn't. No, it, it, it's Luke Skywalker is what it yes, is. Yes, it is. Uh, he apparently is fine, is going to be able to play guitar, and is on stage tonight in Sweden. So Tom Morello, rock god. Check out that photo. It's uh, it's maybe not for everyone, by the way. Yeah, it's it's a tiny bit graphic. Sure. All right, let's get right to Brian. We promised we'd get uh, to him first. Line three, West Covina. We're talking about children's birthday party entertainers. What have you seen? What have you done? How horrible a job is that when you're surrounded by a bunch of screaming little kids? Brian, thanks for calling and holding on, man. What happened? Good morning, guys. Good morning. Actually, actually, I was working at a petting zoo. And um, I noticed there was a kid, a little boy, name is Kevin. And I Come heard, on! I, his mom said, don't do that, Kevin. Why are you feeding the, the goat or the, actually the sheep, you know, through his butt? And the kid actually was partial blind, and he didn't know what was going on. So I had to correct him to trying to feed the sheep right. Okay, hold on. So you're saying that there was a, a partially blind kid that was trying to feed a sheep through his butt? Yes. 
And that's not how it's mom, supposed to work. I know. That's it's so weird because, you know, the mom was that's over there breaking away, and she was unsurprising her kid. Ah. Uh, parents, <laughs> am I right? Right. That You're shouldn't right. be up to Brian to correct that. <laughs> right? right? That's too much to ask of him. <laughs> uh, by the way, the sheep could not have enjoyed that. Let's try uh, Andrew Whittier, line two, please. We haven't even gotten into bartenders, by the way. Now, are there traditionally bartenders at children's parties? I'm sure there were at yours, ones, Kevin. Yes. I would assume for the parents. I don't know. For the parents, yeah. Uh, Andrew and Whittier, hi. Yeah, how's it going, party people? Good. Well, this is for Quinceanera, so a bunch of Mexicans, there's always drinking involved. Um, they, uh, it was a friend, not a friend, but somebody that I knew asked me to bartend for the Quinceanera for the adult. Sure, no problem. Gave me a strict list of Tequila, Jack, um, tequila, whiskey, and uh, and vodka, just with some mixers. Right. So I get there, set up, and uh, simple drinks, uh, Jack and Cokes, uh, tequila and squirt, things like that. Well, the nephews and cousins come in and uh, and decide to say, oh, I can drink anybody under the table. I've been drinking since I was 15. All right. So I just make them drink simple drinks. After a few drinks, man, these kids are wasted. They're trash. The guy that hired me, looking at me, I told him, hey, simple drinks. So they go for it. Let them learn the lesson. Okay. So they started asking for shots. Gave them shots and uh, looked at the owner, uh, the dad. They'll keep it going. Let them learn. Wow. <laughs> so made the drinks a little bit stronger. And uh, after about two and a half hours of drinking with me, they uh, were in the bushes throwing up. I mean, it's impressive that three-year-olds were able to drink that much, though. <laughs> but, but, you know, Mexicans, they all drink. That's what I heard. Thank you, Andrew. Yeah, Appreciate the call. Um, I was vaguely uncomfortable with that, by the way. <laughs> Let's take uh, Sarah real quick, Santa Cruz, to line one. Hey, Sarah. Hey, how's it going? Good, thank you. You worked at a kid's party. I worked at Chuck E. Cheese. I was oh. a party hostess. Oh, yeah. And these kids can be little jerks, punching mm-hmm. you, kicking you, pulling your tail. So there was one party when the kid kept punching Chucky, me, and parents don't do anything about it. So when we had to swap costumes, I got into Munch, which was the purple monster, and I just walked up to him and started growling and kind of walking after him really fast, and he just cried. (laughs) Redemption, I like it. Look at you changing costumes, too. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yeah, Thank you very much for the call. We appreciate that. Wow, we heard from Chuck E. Cheese. That was a little Hollywood royalty. Right? All right, we got time for just one more. This is going to be Sam joining us on line nine. He's in Glendale. Hey, Sam, welcome to the Kevin DeMean Show. I'm in Burbank. I'm not in Glendale. <laughs> okay. Uh, Armenian comedian. How are you, everybody? I was Mr. I'm a Mr. Clown. How are you? you oh, did, that's right. You Mr. are Mr. Clown. clown. That's right. That's one of your talents is that you're a clown and you go to children's parties. Yeah, I have to tell you two parties that I did is incredible. Okay. One I hanged on that, and then everybody, the kids took turn, nothing is happening, and everybody got pissed off. They hit the piñata all the way down. They beat the hell out of the piñata. No candy in it. Ha, ha, ha. Wait, hold on. What just happened? Hold on. So you're saying you brought a piñata with no candy in it? Right. And the kids hit it and hit it and hit it to get it open. And when they got it open, there was no candy. Nothing happened. They all got a baseball bat, each of them. I handed them, and they beat the hell out of the piñata. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, You're a God. terrible children's party. <laughs> 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 
Isn't That's... this the first call we got where it was the actual clown's fault? <laughs> What's happening? It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Tuesday. Allie, what's up? I'm excited to see Evangeline Lilly as the Wasp. Um, Not sure if you saw this interview that she did. One of those junkets where you go, you sit down in front of a reporter from every station, every state, every country. It's long. It's tedious. Well, in this... In this interview, she discusses something that we all hear. Every dude that plays a superhero tends to complain about the the costume. Sure. It's tight. It's restrictive. Oh, my God. It gets so hot. Well, here is her response to that. I have been hearing Marvel male superheroes complain about their suits for years. And I got on to, into my suit, and I was, you, you know, wearing it, working in it, doing my thing, and I was like, it's just not that bad. I just, do I have the most comfortable suit in the MCU, or have men not had the life experience of being uncomfortable for the sake of looking good, and they're just like, what is this? This sucks. Why are we, why? Why do I have to go through this? Whereas a woman's like... I don't know. It's like normal. You know, I wear heels to work. I'm uncomfortable all day. You get used to it. You tune it out. As she's saying this, she's holding her leg up, revealing <sighs> a stiletto that's about four inches. By the way, like, I suck it. I think maybe I agree with her oh, on that one. Oh, it's totally yeah. true. Because totally. guys aren't used to that. No, you're that's not true. used to your junk all squished in and having to suck it in in your stomach because you're wearing a cute skirt. Right. Or maybe you are. I'm not judging you. I'm just saying, ladies, we're used to this. We're not complaining. I don't hate that. I mean, we do get home immediately and kick off those bad boys and take off that bra. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) We are not wearing it when we don't have to. But that made me laugh pretty, pretty hard. Uh, Guys, Hollywood Walk of Fame Class of 2019 has been announced. These are all people that will be getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame on sometime in 2019. (laughs) No, no, I'm going to go through each category. So motion picture, we've got Alan Arkin, Kristen Bell, Daniel Craig, Robert De Niro. How does Robert De Niro not have a star yet? How does he not have a star yet? Crazy. Guillermo del Toro. Anne Hathaway, Lupita Nyong'o, Tyler Perry, and Jenna Rollins. In the category of TV... Alvin and the Chipmunks, right? <laughs> I can't wait to see them out there. That's going to be great. Oh, Candace Bergen, Guy Fieri, Terrence Howard, Stacey Keach, Sid and Marty, Mother F and Croft. It's about time. Wow. Lucy Liu, Mandy Moore, Diane Weist, and a posthumous star for Julia Child. In the category of recording, Michael Buble, Cypress Hill. How about that? Okay. Very excited about Cypress Hill. Congratulations. The Letterman, Faith Hill, Tommy Matola, Pink, Teddy Riley, Dolly Parton, Linda Ronstadt, Emmy Lou Harris, and a posthumous star for Jackie Wilson. In the category of live theater, live performance, Adina Menzel, Cedric the Entertainer, Judith Light, and Paul Sorvino. Hmm. I uh, have very few qualms with that list. Yeah. Although Guy Fieri, I'm sorry, no. He's got that hair, though, Bean. Yeah. Got the hair. Yeah. Are you not I, factoring that in? Lots I, of lots of like bowling type shirts with fire on them. Right, you're not thinking it about sure that. Sure does. Mm. Yeah. You want to reconsider? I, I'm saying I'll, I'll say no to Guy Fieri, but okay. I think I'll allow the rest. Okay. 
I knew you weren't going to say no to Alvin and the Chipmunks. No, of course right? not. Finally. Thank God. I mean, every year I'm like, come on, Alvin. <laughs> I'm guessing you've never done that. Theodore. Mm-mm. They should have gotten a star on the Walk of Fame in 1960. I'm sorry. Is that that Tooth song? Is that when it came out? Somewhere around there, yeah. All right. Good stuff. And, uh, you know, now that I'm a active uh, fan of the James Bond films, oh, I yes. thought this was pretty interesting. Pierce Brosnan has said who he thinks should be the next Bond. Of course, everyone knows that he was in uh, GoldenEye, Tomorrow Never Dies, The World Is Not Enough, Die Another Day. He knows his Bonds. He was one in many films. Who do you think his choice was? Marv Albert. No, not Marv Albert. Drake? Not Drake. Al Jolson. No, not Al Jolson. Lynn Manuel, uh, uh, what's his name? Miranda. Mm-mm. Nope. Dr. Boogie? Dr. Boogie. Uh-uh. No. Oh. Owl City? Owl City is a weird bond. Quinn Wheaton. Not Wheaton. Hmm. Bobo. No, but he is getting a star. Right. Walk of Fame with Cypress Joe Hill. Perry. Not Joe Perry. Jesus. Not Jesus, although he's Steve. being... Steve. Oh, Steve. Nope. Boba Fett. Not Boba Fett. <laughs> Fetty Wap. Not Fetty Wap. Hi, it's Cat. Cat would be great. Johnny Asshole. Johnny Asshole would be wonderful. The son of Flubber. Nope. Busy. Mm. What's up? It's Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Is that it? No. Oh. Peggy Noonan. Not Peggy Noonan. Mm. He hate me. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Can I can I tell you? Are you out, Kevin? Demi Lovato. <laughs> Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Count Smokula. Oh, really, right? That would rock. Right? Has yeah. this person ever been back to the future? Oh, <laughs> great question. Uh, no. Charlie Manson. Mm, very busy being dead. Harrison Ford. Nope. Biggie Biggie Smalls is the illest. Again, not with us. Mm. Miley Cyrus? Uh, nope. Senor Grande? Ah, uh, you'd be great. Who's the BG that's still alive? Right, not him. <laughs> oh, 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 I know, I know. Uh-huh. D's Nuts. D's Nuts is not it. I'm just going to tell I you, I had it's, it. uh, it's Tom Hardy. He thinks oh. that Tom Hardy would be a great Bond. He said this, quote, I think he would too. You need an actor who can put a bit of wiggle into it. And that's what makes Bond. And I, I, I would let Tom Hardy... Put a little Careful. or Careful. a lot <laughs> of wiggle anywhere he wanted to. Who's with me? Huh? Chip raised your hand. Yeah. Did I tell you that my wife ran into him on the street a few, yes. couple weeks ago? A few weeks ago? Yes. She's out walking the dog, Linus, mm-hmm. and Tom Hardy, who's renting a place near us in New Orleans in town doing the Al Capone movie. He walks up to Donna and starts talking to her mm-hmm. about Lydas because he's a crazy dog person right. and he's missing his dogs back home. And they got into a little, uh, little conversation. And then mm. Donna said, you're kind of sweaty. Do you want to go to my house and yes. shower? And uh, right? apparently he could not have been any sweeter, any nicer, right. and according to my wife, the most handsome yes. person you've ever seen in your life in person. Bean, you you have to say, listen, if it were to happen, Donna, right. do it. High fiber, How right? How can I blame you? I mean, I know that people joke about having that that five-person list right. just in case they ever get in that situation, but do people really d- abide by that? I think you'd have to I think you'd have Tom to. Hardy. So, in other words, if I came home that day uh-huh. and yeah. she said, honey, I had sex with Tom Hardy, I'm supposed to just say, well, I understand why. It's cool. And then start asking <laughs> immediate questions. 
Just why? I, I don't want to. You'd want to know everything. Like, I don't think I would. Uh, right? I think that would be very sad for me. <laughs> know what I'm I saying, the Kevin? The comparison would not be favorable, Allie. <laughs> no one can see your hand motions, Allie. I'm just saying. All right. Um, okay, let's talk about some birthdays. Please. We've got Chris O'Donnell, Sean Hayes, Paul Thomas Anderson, Nick Offerman, Aubrey Plaza, and Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande? Ariana Grande. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Warren G, by the way, is here. He is in the building. He's oh, going to cool. be joining us coming up in about 10 minutes or so on the Kevin Amicho. Very excited to talk to him. A real legend in the studios of K-Rock this morning. Amen. I'm a, I'm a little uh, a little bit nervous. You know what I mean? You get to hip-hop royalty in the building. Sure. True. All right, that's coming up. Real quick, though, before we make uh, room for uh, Mr. G. Um, the the nation, nay, may I say it, the world, is focusing its attention on Australia lately, on the Goat Island Lodge there in the Adelaide River. Uh, our listeners have become so invested in the plight of a little dog named Pippa. Uh, Ali, am I exaggerating? People think I just make this stuff up. Uh-huh. Am I exaggerating if I say to you that we receive many, many, many messages through all forms of social media all day, every day, about Pippa. Sadly, that is true. That is correct. Yes, <laughs> and and m- most, I think, mostly, it's that hope springs eternal because everybody right. feels like this poor little dog keeps running down and terrorizing that cr- crocodile, and and one day. It, one day it may not go well, but this is not going to be that day because Pippa's mm-hmm. going to make it. That's right. what we mostly hear from people. Sure. And now people are betting on Pippa. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, people are putting money down that she's going to make it, and mm-hmm. I feel good about it today. I wanted, uh, we didn't Think call today's it, Pippa's day? Well, we didn't call yesterday, and a lot of people were very concerned. So I thought we might uh, dial up the satellite here. And I'm not sure who is standing by, but we do go down live to the Goat Island Lodge near the crocodile infested Adelaide River. <laughs> <laughs> Hello there. Who's on the scene, please? Good day, mate. It's Omar Dunzee here. Oh, hey, Omar. You listening hey. to a little Men at Work? Oh, you know how we do in Australia. The Aussies always listen to Men at Work. Sure. Are you having some Vegemite while you do it? I am. I'm also drinking a Foster's. You know what Foster's is? Uh-uh. It's Australian that? for beer. Oh, sure. I've heard that. And, uh, and this is your this is your accent, Omar. This is my accent. <laughs> take it or leave it. Crank okay. it. All right, we're gonna take it. All right, so you're there at the Goat Island Lodge now. Is uh, Kai Hansen and his little dog Pip are they nearby as well? They're right here. Oh. And then I, I, I see Casey right there down by the river, okay. and she's coming up. And there goes Pippa. Oh, oh no! Oh, right. no. Okay. Good luck, Pippa. You can do it, Pippa. No! Oh, oh, oh no! Oh! oh. Oh, Omar, it sounds like Pippa didn't make it this time. That dog got what she deserved. She's a punk-ass bitch. (laughs) That's a good point. The Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous BK. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We're not worthy, you guys. We're not worthy. Writer, producer, composer, rapper, producer, songwriter, and the king of G-Funk, Warren G, in CD with us right now on the hey, Kevin B. Show on K-Rock. What's up, man? How are you, sir? <laughs> Great to see you. I'm good. Uh, just uh, cooling, chilling. <laughs> <laughs> Warren had a, uh, a more interesting morning than you folks know, but he's okay, and he's yeah. happy to be here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the reason we were lucky enough to have uh, Warren come in today is he's got a documentary getting ready to debut on YouTube Premium. Yes, indeed. It's called G-Funk. Now, it's premiering on July 11th, and this is the new kind of upgraded pay version of YouTube, right? Yes, yes. And yes, uh, that was an agent. Now, how did, how did, if you don't mind me asking a business uh, a question, how did you end up uh, going with YouTube? Because I'm sure there are a lot of people who would love to have uh, distributed this, Netflix and others. Yeah, well, um, YouTube is giving giving us a chance to, well, they're, they're, they're giving us ownership back, you know, when, but when you're dealing with the other companies, they want to take ownership. Sure. And oh. Period. And that's it. Done. So it's good for us to be able to get you know, ownership back, and then we could possibly relicense again. Sure. Why not, right? Yeah. All right. In 2018, why is now the time to look back on that seminal period of West Coast hip-hop called G-Funk? Well, I mean, I wanted to do it, you know, years ago, but it, it was so many, you know, like companies that wanted to change a lot, and I wanted it to be 100% authentic. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of backed up off of it for a while, but I still had the idea there. Everybody came to you and said, we love it, but let's add our spin. And you're like, no, you know, yeah. no, thank you. Yeah, they, they wanted to change it. Yeah. And uh, so I just I just backed up off of, off of it for a while. And, uh, you know, one day I was down in Orange County at the observatory doing a, a, a show. And I ran into these two young kids. One of them named was Carm Gill, and, uh, who was actually the director. And they, they filmed uh, my show for me and told me they would send me the footage. So I let them film me um they shot me the footage i loved it wow uh so i told him to follow me so he followed me for a while doing you know filming my shows and documenting me just going around did you not know him before that point no you didn't know i him. didn't know him wow. i feel like this is almost everything with you everything uh -huh. is serendipity like things that happen <laughs> granted not the whole trying to get your uh stepbrother oh, to oh, listen oh, oh. to snoop <laughs> <laughs> no i'm saying trying to get um Dre to finally right. listen to you and Snoop and your music, right. that took a long time. But it seems yeah. like everything after that, from yeah. being asked to be on Poetic Justice, to it's just yeah. everything is serendipitous for you now. Yeah. I mean... Does it feel that way to you? Uh, <laughs> He's like, there's a lot I mean, in I just, that. I just, uh, I just keep going. You know, I just, just stay working and keep going. I, I, I don't even... Is that a mindset that you have to have to sort of survive... 
because uh, if you if you yeah. pin your hopes on one thing and it doesn't happen, then you yeah. get disappointed. I mean, you just gotta. I mean, you run into to, to uh, you know potholes here and there, but you just gotta keep going. I just I'm like, you know what? Just like getting here today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tell when, people what <laughs> getting here today happened. Now, now when we had an accident had an right accident. in the oh. intersection, boom! It, it was heavy too. Like I was, I thought I was gonna go through the window, mm. but I immediately jumped out the car and I said, "I gotta get an Uber because I gotta make it over here to get on the show." <laughs> so I told the driver, "If the car is drivable, just meet me back at the at the at radio the station." station. Wow! So I got back over here, but. They yeah. say that a lot of people who it looks like have good luck, it's because they are prepared and they work hard and they take advantage of opportunities. And it sounds like that's kind of where it's been for you for all these years. There's yeah. never been a time since that music that you and Dre and Snoop and the rest mm-hmm. made back in the early 90s where those songs have been off the radio for a minute, has there? I mean, you have, you've, there, uh. there's never been a day where you haven't heard yourself on the radio, I bet. Man, my, I'm in heavy rotation across the world still, <laughs> man. It's crazy. Uh, I mean, I I, I I didn't know that the, the music I was doing was going to still be playing 24 years later. When you, you know? did Regulate, did you know it was a better song than most you'd heard? Did you have I knew a it feeling was good. like this I, is a yeah, special? Yeah, I knew it was good, and, but the main thing, I knew it was different, you mm-hmm. know, because a lot of the, the hip-hop back then was just more dark and going over, you know, different you know, heavy drums and stuff like that. So I was like, you know, let's find a, a, a let's find some music. I was let me find some music that that sounds good. That's not hip hop, a, a hip hop feel. And let's do hip hop over it to make it different and sound. Good. Perfect. I wanted to ask uh, you about that because I'm going to yeah. play a little bit of Michael McDonald. You keep believing. Oh, yeah. And this is you'll recognize it. Oh, yeah. How oh, when I hear that now, I think of Vorn G way before I think of Michael McDonald. Strings. How did you strings? <laughs> How did you discover this? Yeah, my parents, my parents used to play it. Uh, Your parents would play it. Back in the day when I was a young kid, and uh, you know, as I got older and got into product production, I used to go get records and dig and just listen to music. So I ran across the record, and, and you, you just know, like that I said, I wanted to be beginning. different. And uh, when I heard that, I was like, "Damn, this this would really sound really good with with some hip hop on it, you know." Mm-hmm. And it'd be totally different from what everybody else was doing. Well, you were right. That was my favorite part of the documentary. Is you all talked about your parents listening mm-hmm. to everything, Motown, Isley Brothers, everything. Yeah. You would hear it. You would walk out into the parties, dancing with your yeah. aunts and uncles, everyone. <laughs> and yeah. then I think it was Chuck D that said. The East Coast missed funk entirely. Yeah. It just didn't happen on the East Coast. How blessed were we out here on the West that then Warren G's like, it's going to be my thing. It's going to oh, be yeah. it. Well, we got to get, you know, George Clinton and uh, Parliament Funkadelic and, you know, all of the groups from back then. Mm-hmm. was Right. Like, that was like religion here on the West Coast, yeah. you know. It was just a smooth... <laughs> I see what you're doing with your hand right there. <laughs> um, Warren G is here. We're talking about his film premiering on YouTube Premium on July the 11th. It's called G Funk. One quick question before the break, and that is: I was, in addition to all of the the new interviews with uh, people we've mentioned, like Ice Cube and Snoop Dogg, Russell Simmons, Wiz Khalifa, mm-hmm. Too Short, George Clinton, they're all in the movie. Yeah. I was astonished at how much footage you have, Warren. Yeah. From the early days when you guys were nowhere near a record deal and it was just you and Nate Dogg and Snoop just just fooling around at parties. Like, mm-hmm. who was filming all this stuff and why and how was it kept for all these years? Well, I had a, I had a guy just 
uh, named James followed me everywhere I went. You know, every time I was in the studio, every time I was going to the studio, and you know, we was all together, me, Snoop, and they. So everywhere I went, the camera was following me, even overseas. I, I had the camera following me overseas. Why do you but, think you? Ha why do you think you made the decision to have them follow you? Because that has. To, did you know, have I, confidence I that two one three was going to grow into something? I don't know what it different, was, man. Or? I was just like. Just film, come just on, film. just film, you know. If we and, don't uh, use it, we don't. Doesn't matter. Yeah, and uh, he also was doing a show back then too, a, a little hip hop TV show. But um, that's that's what made me t ask him to follow me. It was sort of like the the same story with Carm. I told him to come on, follow me and document. And uh, out of it, just just, we just was yeah. There I, out, and, I, and the crazy thing is, I said in the in the in the uh, in the movie. Uh, I'm doing my documentary right now, uh, and that was 20-something years ago. <laughs> yeah, it sure was. Well, it's yeah. uh, the footage from the early days is extraordinary. Much more oh, with yeah. our guest Warren G. here on the World Famous K-Rock. When do we return right after this? Oh, yeah. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Warren G. is in the studio with us. Come on with the come on, right? Oh, yeah. And I want to ask you a question because that is one of my all-time favorite songs. Is that better or is California Love better? Got to pick. Well, you got to look at which one is still in rotation, and both. You know, regulate regulators in row heavy rotation All right. across the world. You going? I can it accept every that. Day. Yeah, you I, know, I, got, I mean, California Love. That's that's a really great song, mm -hmm. and it's a hit record. But that's that's a California song. Yeah. You know, uh, regulators like more international. You I know, can accept that. That's a, that's good, a answer. good answer. Sure. Kevin's been trying to decide in his mind, Warren, here's what you don't know, what's the best rap song of all time, and he's had a tie up until this point. So I think you finally just won him over to regular. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> and by the way, uh, I'm glad we played that because part of what I love about your movie that Warren G is here to talk about, the documentary called G-Funk on YouTube Premium starting July 11th, is it's a, a sweet love letter to your f dear friend Nate Dogg, who, by the way, we didn't get the chance to meet, yeah. but... He seemed like such a wonderful person. He was a great guy. Uh, real great. Uh, funny, just like we all, me, Snoop, and Nate, whenever we get together, so, uh, we like the Three Stooges. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he was a real, real good, 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 good dude. Very talented. And uh, mm -hmm, for sure. You know, a lot of people ask me, like, you know, how does it, it you know, how does it feel? I, it's terrible because that was one of the only guys that I really had a. a uh, perfect chemistry with as far as making music hmm. uh and we was we was together even though i did solo records that was my partner you know that you know so it's yeah like, you were so you really had such complementary skills and it's yeah. like you could read each other's minds it seemed like yeah. sometimes Since high school yeah my god yeah, elementary school actually wow you know we all came up right from elementary all the way up and uh it's it's it it you know that's why i haven't just you know been consistently putting music out because it's like dang when I do a beat, I'm like Nate would have killed this with me, right? Oh, you know, so it's, it's 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 back and forth. But I, I'm 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 gonna put some music out along with this documentary. Oh, um, great! Nice. Yeah, yeah, and so you I'm, and Snoop are as close as ever. You still see him a lot? Definitely. Yeah, we we talk all the time. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, he be on the road a lot. I be on the road a lot. But when we get a chance, we hang out. I was just with him not too long ago. We did a. Uh, Actually, it was one of the the games for the uh, the end with the Cavs against the uh, Warriors. Mm -hmm, it was right. one of those games. You know? Now, Nate Dog was Snoop's cousin, right? No, no, no. Just friends. Just friends. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you were by marriage br stepbrothers with Dr. Dre, though. Yeah. 
That's for real. Mm-hmm. How, how's your relationship with Dre now? You see him much? I haven't seen him in a while. You know, he he busy doing his thing and doing what he do. He's uh, busy being the richest man in the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, you know, like I said, I be on the road uh, doing this here and there. But you know, whenever we get a chance, we link up and mm-hmm. you know see each other. You may we may be at the same event like Coachella. We was there one time together. Um, I didn't even know he was gonna be there, but I, he was with another group. And I was uh, doing the Heineken house, and then I found out found out through some of his guys because they came to see me mm-hmm. at the Heineken house. And then I went back over to where he was and chopped it up with him for a minute. And then, That's great. You're a better man than me because I watched that documentary, and I was pissed at Dre. Because <laughs> he wouldn't listen to your music at all? He wasn't no, listening no, to no, it, and then he, uh, you go, you show up to the airport to go on the Chronic tour, and they're like, no, Yeah, but Lord. that wasn't his fault. Now, you know, the, the, mm. the, the music part, uh, uh, as far as listening to me and Snoop, that that uh you know it's it's like when you like I do it too to serve you know like what you trying to get me to hear this for? you <laughs> right. don't know what you're doing you don't know you know like the big brother little bitty brother thing right. mm-hmm. you know but then I grew up can I stay then, mad at Shug? Uh, I mean I'm going to you yeah, can't I mean, I, I mean I, I, <laughs> hey I'm glad it, he did he was the way he was because it made it. I probably um, I, it, it blessed me to, to be in the position I'm in right now to do so. all the stuff on your own for sure. Right. Yeah. Now Kevin says Suge is a pussy, and Stop if Suge if oh, no. ever gets out of jail, Kevin says he'd like to say that to his Stop face. Stop it! What is wrong with you? That's what I've heard. <laughs> all right, one last question from me, Warren, and that is: um, so many uh, legend in your legends in your film, like I mentioned, with uh, like Ice Cube and uh-huh. Too Short and George Clinton, all these, and uh, there are a couple of references to what people think about hip hop today, but I don't think I heard from you. What are you hearing and liking in hip hop today, if anything? I mean, I I, I like you know a lot of the the, the the new artists, you know, like Kendrick. Uh, he's he's very talented. Um, yeah, he works at any era, right? And, yeah, and he t- he takes he just takes it to another level. Well, he sort of does what you were trying to do too, which is to take music, sort of jazz inspired a lot, and that does it not normally with rap, and put rap with it. Right, right. Sort of does that so, too, and that's that's another example of of G funk. You know what I'm saying? Like, it. You know, in his music, you can hear it. Um, you know him, uh, uh, J Cole. I, I, you know, I, he's very talented. Uh, very much, yeah. Uh, Drake is very talented. Um, I like uh, Twenty One Savage. He, he he's a rough neck, but I like him. <laughs> uh, I like uh, Nipsey Hussle. Uh, All right. So you know, it has. A, you're not an old. You're not an old man yet. Yelling at the kids to get off your lawn. Uh-uh. You're still down with what no, they're doing. No, I'm writing the mix with them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The uh, documentary is G Funk. It's premiering July 11th on YouTube. Yeah. Before we go, we got a final minute with our guest Warren G here in the studio on K Rock. We call this 60 seconds with Kevin is going to rapid fire questions at you, Warren. Okay. You just answer with the first thing that comes to your mind, and we're off. What would most people be surprised to find out about you? Uh, that I like to cook. You like to cook. Yeah. What were you like in high school? Uh, player. <laughs> <laughs> At one point in your movie, Snoop quit rap, mm-hmm. threw away 100 pieces of paper, mm-hmm. and you went right to the trash and took them out. Is that true? Yes. I Snoop was right so in. frustrated that he wanted to quit, and you said no. I told him, no, I ain't going to let you give up on your, on, on your dream. So I grabbed him out the trash and took him right back to him. What is the movie you have to finish watching every time you come across it? Oh, wait. Uh, God. Entrapment. 
All right. Uh, would you consider what we do here a gangsta party? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, wouldn't. <laughs> that was yes with a giant question mark on it. Now you guys, oh geez. <laughs> um, when you guys started selling candy, oh, ask about the Voltron crew. When you guys started selling candy as kids, who was the best? You guys would go door to door and uh, literally sell candy. A guy named Antonio Red. He could sell anything. Oh, he was good. Hi, ma'am. <laughs> uh, my name is Antonio Red. Snoop said it, and you know uh-huh. that—that's he was talking about Antonio Red, a guy that that we grew up with. At, uh, also, you know, from from uh, elementary and Pop Warner playing Pop Warner football. Did he make uh, something of himself like all, all the rest of the crew? Everybody, everybody that was in there, uh, either got jo- they got jobs, you know, and because it taught us, you know, the, to you know to, stay to out hustle. Of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, to, to hustle and, and you know, as a teen growing up, you know, in, in uh in our neighborhood, you you automatically uh get labeled uh as being a part of the neighborhood there. Mm-hmm. No matter what city you go to and you say, Okay, I'm from Long Beach, y'all here crap. You know, and I'm like, but we, we just was just trying to trying to make a way to get to get out of out of out of the uh, the hood and, and make something of ourselves and you know, and still give back. Yeah. All right, Warren, I know you got to go. You have another interview. Um, we really good. appreciate your time today. It's all good. It's really exciting for us. The music yeah. documentary is called G-Funk. Mm-hmm. We've all seen it and loved it. Okay. And it premieres July 11th on YouTube Premium. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Warren. We appreciate Thanks, you coming Thank in. you, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. Quick mention, um, T-shirts have been mailed. How about that? The ones that you just bought? Yes. The latest Kevin and Bean billboard T-shirt is in the mail and on its way. So as soon as they start showing up at your door, and some of you will get them today, we demand to see photos of you in them on all the K-Rock and Kevin and Bean social media. So we're looking forward to seeing that as well. Tag us, if you will, at Kevin and Bean. All right, Allie, one final look at what's happening. MTV has ordered a movie sequel to the 2001 feature film How High. You remember that? Method Man? Red Man? I remember, I remember that the, it existed. I remember the soundtrack. I don't right. even remember the movie. Well, here's the thing. The sequel is going to have them on a pot-filled odyssey through Atlanta. They're trying to find their missing weed, but guess what? They uncover a vast government conspiracy. Dun, dun, dun. All right. I mean, I'm in. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm totally in. Well, you love Method Man. I do so very much. Um, Showtime has picked up an eight-episode limited series about disgraced Fox News founder Roger Ailes. That's one thing. But when you find out who will be playing Roger Ailes, you might be scratching your head a little bit. Will Ferrell? No. (laughs) Okay. Although I would watch that in a heartbeat. No, when you when you think of Roger Ailes, you think of kind of a um, an older, maybe dumpier looking guy. He kind of looks like Alfred Hitchcock. Right. Uh, would you ever think Russell Crowe, Oscar winner Russell Crowe, starring as Roger Ailes in the series? I am going to say, although that is not a choice that I would have thought of. I can, now that it's been announced, mm-hmm. I can totally see him playing it. First of all, he's a tremendous actor. That he is. And second of all, I think he can pull off. Right. Hmm. You'll, you'll allow it. I will allow it. All right. Well, this I project... I don't know that the interest, there's any interest in that movie, though. Yeah. That concerns Agreed. me. Agreed. Agreed 100%. Uh, this project is going to mark his first major U.S. television effort. Did you guys know he started off... Um, 
on a soap opera in Australia. No, I did yes, not know that. called Neighbors. He was about three decades ago, just living it up, all soapy down there, down under. Go on. That's uh, Australia, down under. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So uh, you guys know Ron Perlman, Hellboy, sure, The Beast, Sons of Anarchy, Sons, Sons of Anarchy. Anarchy. Yep. Uh, he confessed something kind of odd last night on Twitter that he once urinated on his own hand before shaking hands with the now disgraced movie mogul Harvey Weinstein. Yay! That's a that's a strange move. Yeah, so he tweeted, "Did I ever tell you about when Harvey Weinstein told me to make sure I shook his hand at a charity event so I stopped in the men's room and peed all over my hand and then went straight up to him on the receiving line?" That's uh I wonder if, like, other people tried to shake his hand before. He's like, mm, nope, oh, nope, nope, nope. I can't shake hands. Saving my pee hand for Harvey. <laughs> I mean, that's just with the... Yeah. And the... Mm-hmm. I like Warren P. Right. I like Warren G. Whoa! I know. It just... Right? How do you do it? I don't... Thank you. <laughs> How do you do it? Please take the rest of the day off, Allie. <laughs> if you could have seen it. Kevin's face when he said it, it was... Pure disgust. Oh, it with wasn't. That it was love. That oh, was good. <laughs> All right. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences announced yesterday that they're extending invitations to 928 potential new members. So this, now more people in Los Angeles will be in the Academy than out of the Academy. Uh, pretty much. And more people are going to have access to screeners that we can possibly borrow, is what I'm saying. But this is reflecting... This it's reflecting their push for diversity. So um, okay. the new inductees come from 59 different countries. 49% are female. 38% of the group are people of color. So that uh, bumps up the membership to 31% female. That's up from 28%. And 16% people of color. That's an increase from 13%. So baby steps. They're doing it. All right. Um, some of the new members include Amanda Kaling, Tiffany Haddish, Amelia Clark, Timothy Chalamet, Kumail Nanjiani, Emily Gordon. I mean, that's uh, all right. That's all right, right? I got nothing against that. Okay. Kevin will allow it. I'll allow it. You guys know uh, the new Beverly Cinema, one of the oldest revival houses in the region. You yep. guys know it, right? Yep, yep. yep. So December um, of last year, I think is when it was, maybe January, they closed for renovations and enhancements. Mm-hmm. And I drive by the new Bev all the time. And I'm like, hey, you open up. I remember Show when you used to be open. Goddamn Muppet movie, will ya? That is my spot. I love that place so very much. Well, they have released a statement. We would like to thank everyone for their patience while we've been working to get a target date for the reopening of the new Beverly Cinema. If everything goes as planned, we are looking at a December 2018 reopening. While we are doing a lot behind the scenes work to upgrade the theater, rest assured when we reopen, you will find the vintage new Beverly Cinema that we all know and love. I'm going to tell you, if I walked in there and they had those, like, recliners and they were serving food, doing all that, I'd be mad. So if It doesn't they, sound like that? It doesn't than... sound like that at all. So I'm excited. Take your time, new Beverly. See that turnaround that I just did? Wow. I wanted you open immediately, but now I'm going to sit back and you just you just make it pretty. You just you do what you got to do. You should have gone home after the Warren G joke. 
some birthdays for you. Aubrey Plaza, Nick Offerman, Chris O'Donnell, Sean Hayes, Paul Thomas Anderson, and singer Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande? Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande? Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande? Grande. And that's what's happening. <laughs> Thanks, Allie. And your drive home today, listen to the commercial-free 5 p.m. hour, Random Act of Helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda Dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. Allie is much too excited about Mark Summers, the host of Double Dare. I watched <laughs> both episodes last night. <laughs> There's nothing she's more excited about than that. It's so exciting. It's bad. You had your uh, nieces and nephews over? You were just looking for something to entertain them with? Or? I, uh, I watched alone. Oh, okay. Yeah. We also have uh, Brian Ortega uh, talking about UFC 226. We have the lead singer of Panic at the Disco, Brendan Urie. <laughs> On the show tomorrow and more tickets for you to see the Smashing Punkas as well. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. I'm really dumb, you guys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.